0: Welcome to another episode of Life Invites podcast, the place where we speak about life in general, from family and health to business and career, and our focus is on stress and anxiety management to help you enjoy life at home and in your career, because life happens one bite at a time, isn't it? I'm Cristina Popescu, the voice behind Life Invites podcast. I am a wife. Mother of three, entrepreneur, and passionate about mental health and everything that includes mental health and natural care, natural solutions, a natural connection, everything that supports people with mental health. Especially in my heart, it's beating, crying, and praying for people who live in homes with mental illness and today we are going to speak about mental illness and how that affects when mental problems enter in your house. I know mental illness since I remember myself because I grew up in a family with uh, mental disorders And the stigma around mental illness is so big that nobody speaks about and nobody is asking for help because it's a shame. And I'm the oldest in a family of nine and our mother was severely depressed. She raised us alone, nine children, in um, the countryside of Romania. And that was tough. Now when I'm thinking back, the way she deal with everything and she raised us, um, sent us to school and everything was amazing. But also being depressed and suffering from mental illness, it was just tough. It was just tough not just for her but for us too. I will speak just about myself because um I can't do that because it's me, but I know from a fact that my brothers are affected too, and I see As the time passed by and um, she didn't get the the proper help, the problem didn't disappear. It just changed its forms. So that is what I want to approach. If there is a problem like mental illness in your family, it's not a shame to ask for help because the problem will not disappear if you just close your eyes and wish for it to disappear. It will change its forms and will affect you more that you even can imagine. From abuse in many ways, unintentionally, I like to believe, because the depression came with huge forms <laughs> of sadness, um, mood changes, um, and the surviving mode that you have to raise nine children alone. So how affected me? It was that I never knew how my mother will feel and how I can to act and behave. I never knew if I'm good enough for her to make her happy. I thought my purpose in life and my only duty in life is to make my mother happy, which is not possible because nobody in the world can make us as humans happy. So because I wanted her to be happy, but she was depressed and she couldn't see, she still cannot see the good things in me, or at least she doesn't know how to express it. But because she never expressed the, the good things that she saw in me, I went in overachievement, so I worked hard to achieve uh, and be good in school and be one of the best and do everything at my best to prove myself that I'm good enough. Because one thing that it was sure for me, it was the belief that I'm not good enough and I will never measure up and I will never be good enough and I will never make my mother happy and pleased and i came to understand when i was 31 it's not my job to be, to make nobody happy and the only thing i can do is to help myself and fix myself literally and heal the post-traumatic stress disorder that i'm dealing with because i will never change anybody and if my mother doesn't want to get help she will never get help <laughs> but if she doesn't want to get help, I cannot help her. She's the only one who can choose to get better and ask and seek for help. So, when I understood that and I seek for help and I went to the therapy, and I understood that the only thing I can do if I want things to be changed, I have to start changing myself. When I understood that, it was so amazing and so relieving. It's not easy. The trauma is there still, the pain is still there, but the fact that I choose to deal with already set me free because I have the choice and we all have the choice to choose. And if you are in a place where you deal with mental disorders like eating disorders, um, depression, anxiety, stress, or any other forms, because there are about 200 different mental disorders uh, named by now, Uh, If you struggle with any kind of mental disorder or mental illness, or if you live in a home with somebody, just keep in mind it's not your fault, it's not your choice, and you can start just helping yourself. If you suffer from mental disorder, then you have to seek for help by yourself. Have no expectation from people to help you, because they cannot help you if you don't seek out for help. And then if you live with someone who suffer from mental illness, just know and understand that it is not your job to fix them, to help them if they don't want. Your job is to help yourself to be the best supporter and the best you that you can be and then just leave it because the only thing you can do is to choose for yourself to be better, to choose for yourself to be okay because mental health doesn't affect just the person who is sick affects everybody. I remember myself when I was depressed, um, when I was suffering from postpartum depression. It affects not just myself, but my our children, my husband, our relationship, our intimacy, our um, social environment, because I was just feeling sick and tired and overwhelmed. And when people was around me, I would feel uh, suffocated. And I am a person. I love being around people. Then I was just so tired. Even vacuuming, it was a huge task. One, It was a task for one day. Mopping the floor, cleaning. Oh, cleaning was just impossible. We had help then. Um, cooking, everything was just complicated. And just the thinking of taking care of the kids was just, just too much. I couldn't, I didn't have energy to go with them outside in the park play with them nothing so yes mental illness and mental disorders affect everyone so whatever you suffer or somebody around you suffer know that you have the choice to change just yourself and help just yourself and be supported for those around you who suffer from mental illness those informations are really taboo, still taboo in 2020 when we speak about it. But my hope and my mission is to speak loud enough for people to hear. And as we speak more often, became the norm. And be- to speak about mental illness, my hope is that in few years will become the norm. We'll feel more freedom to share and be open and be let ourselves being vulnerable just to encourage others to speak out if you know somebody who suffer from mental illness if you know if you live with somebody who suffer from mental illness go and seek help speak with your healthcare provider and seek for help for therapy for counseling for psychology for psychiatry support whatever you need just seek for help if you are somebody who lives in the house, in the home, with somebody who suffers from mental illness, go and seek for help. You don't have to do it alone and you need help too because you are affected more than you want to admit. You know it inside, but yeah, I know it from both sides. I know it from being depressed and I know it from living with somebody who is depressed. So if you know somebody who suffer from those things, Just press the share button and share with them. I don't claim to be an expert, but I think stories help. And I hope that my story will help somebody to hold on and find some hope. Because there is hope at the end of the tunnel if you get the right help. So press the share button and share with people that you know they will benefit out of it. And let's make the world speak open about mental illness because having mental illness means that we just have to fix our brain and heal our brain because the brain is the one that doesn't produce what we need so let's be open let's be the change makers and start a movement just speak out about mental illness thank you again for being here and have an amazing and joyful day